Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my lit yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Movement Monday or Monday Motivation. This is going to kind of apply to both. I was asked on Instagram, couple weeks ago, and I've just been mulling over this question. Is it necessary to be positive all the time? This person asked. And I thought, what a great question. And it's kind of fascinating to think about. Is it necessary to be positive all the time? Or try and have positivity as your your light all the time? And my answer, and it came right from my gut, is no. No. In fact, that actually might work against you. And some recent research is showing that this kind of positivity movement can backfire. And here's my two cents about it. And so that's really this, the motivation today is to think for yourself, obviously. But what what does it mean for you to think about positivity? What does it mean to be positive all the time? I've had... A positive psychologist on here before, and she said it's not about being happy or, you know, sparkling all the time. It's, it's a, a lot of it is about the brain training and and what our our tendencies or habits are in terms of our thought processes and in terms of our attitude and how you know our attitude can very much influence our aptitude in life and in, in how we interact with people, how we assume that we can or can't do something, and then possibly even in the execution of of the things that we want to do. But when somebody asks, what do you think it need, do we need to be positive all the time? 
I really want to say, no, I don't think that. And here's why. Because if we, if we try and mold everything to the lens of positivity, I think in, in fact, we might be dulling the, the real moments and probably very many moments of positivity that are real. We can't really fully appreciate positivity if we don't have some moments where we let ourselves kind of, you know, be suctioned into this, the suckiness, <laughs> the negativity. I think we have to find a balance where we more than anything start looking at our attitude in our in a regular way, meaning our daily life. So that's where the the positivity movement I think is ultimately trying to get you is that do you have to wake up and immediately think of five things that you're grateful for? Does that work? It might work. We do have this thing called the uh, affirmation bias, so to speak, or the we are biased to believe what our thoughts are. You know, so we if we go ahead and, and affirm that, or we're, we're, if we wake up and we think I'm grateful, today's a great day. Our tendency in our brain is to affirm that thought. So that that in that way, that's a lovely idea. I think we can do that. At the same time, recognizing that we really should take a true temperature, like lick the finger and put put it out and like, what's today like? What's the true temperature reading? What am I feeling today? And then perhaps it can be, I'm going to allow this feeling to be there because I'm processing it and it needs to come out. Because I do think that because our brain is persuadable, if we are having some hardships and we wake up and think, here's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for, I have a breath, I'm alive, the sun is shining, but inside some really horrible stuff has happened and we're feeling quite remote, you know, quite dark. I think we, we can undermine that the processing of those deeper darker feelings by not sugarcoating, but by telling our brain everything is fine and we're going to be good. And isn't it great? I'm just alive. Yes, of course, it's great to be alive. Of course, it's great to have a breath. (laughs) Of course, it's great that the sun is shining. But at the same time, you can also feel like my life right now is full of sadness. My life right now is full of this. I am so upset. My best friend moved away. I'm so upset I lost this precious animal. I'm so upset that I my marriage is not doing well. I'm so upset that you know I can't find a partner. Blood, fill in the blanks. I'm just telling you all the things that I know people feel. And by not feeling them, you're not really processing them. And so in this attempt to always be positive, we might not actually be doing ourselves the best service of feeling the depths of some negativity and darkness and and then just knowing like there's there's no way to put a positive kind of hue on some things okay so that's one thing i think i think we do need to like acknowledge there are there are 
peaks and valleys. And to really, really appreciate the peaks, we're going to have to let ourselves dive a little, a little bit into the valleys. Nonetheless, I think it is very valuable to apply this, which is I'm going to call hope. And I mean hope as in a real form of hope, but it's also another acronym, which I love. And I know I have not done a lot lately, but I'm doing them again here. Um, and that is this. It's, it, it's like when you're feeling that real state of negativity or heaviness, and, and I'm not saying one is the same. You can be heavy, but not necessarily negative per se, because negativity can have the sense of just lack of optimism where positivity has more of that sense of optimism. But I, I would say apply the questions of hope. And that is H. Like look at, okay, the what I'm feeling in this negative place, is this a habit? Is it a habit of mine to go into my life sucks, uh, my legs are fat, I wish I had thinner legs, I wish I didn't feel so, I'm so tired all the time. You know, these kind of habits and, and, and I don't want to say stories, but habits of talking a certain way that can really be negative, can be the opposite of that positivity. So first investigate the feel, all the feelings you're feeling. Are they, are they a habit? Is this something that comes up over and over again for you? The, the O of hope is, is it an object? Is something in particular making you feel negative? So it could be the state you're, like where you're living, the, the apartment you live in is bringing you down the the uh the fact that you don't have you know a, a job that you want to go to the object what is the is it the object that you can point to that's creating a feeling of negativity the p is a person is it a person that's making you feel negative because you know that that might be something to really tease out like that's probably telling you something if somebody is repeatedly making you feel negative. Maybe they just made you feel negative one time. They're a person in your life, maybe family member that are making you feel negative. And notice like, is that a habit that that person is making you feel negative on the person's part, not necessarily on your part, or maybe on your part, the way you interact and respond to this person. And then the E is the environment. Is it your environment that's making you feel negative? Like literally your home life, your work life, uh, where you literally live? the people you surround yourself with, the uh, things you do, the things you eat, the things you don't eat, the things you wear or the way you exercise your environment. So teasing out when you're feeling negative, what what are the, the things that are making you feel negative? Can, can you piece them apart in that using the hope? Is it a habit? Habit that's where the positivity folks are really on to something. And this is what I subscribe when I think people think I'm very positive. And I do think I came out looking at the world as a inviting place, believing in the goodness of people. And I think that sometimes we are more wired one way or another. So I think it's easier for me to be positive for sure. I feel much more comfortable in that. Now I've had friends throughout my life who were way more cynical more ne- negative, and they're having a great time in life too. It's just they are much, uh, you know, they just have a little bit more of a negative outlook, but it doesn't seem to dim them <laughs> per se. So I think that uh, the habit though of how we 
look at things or respond to things as being negative or positive. It is something we can start to rewire. And this is what the neuroscience is really supporting, is that our thoughts are so powerful and suggestive that we can, in fact, wire a certain way or perhaps rewire it if we know it's a habit. And habits, again, are something we do without knowing. So we have to first identify it. So it's the habit. Is it the object? Is there a real reason that we're feeling negative? Is it the person, a person in your life that's really making you feel negative in in that moment or in many days? And and is it in the environment? So just getting back to the question, is it important to try and have positivity all the time? I would say no. But it is important to analyze when you are not feeling positive, the reason why. Because there are people out there, and I'm sure all of us know examples or many examples, who really cycle in the psych, in the like the washer of negativity, and they just can't swim out of it. It's it's like that toilet bowl; they're just swishing around and don't know any different. And for those people, and if you're one of them, this is what I would say: is you might not be it in all realms of life, but which what which of those four habit object, person, environment, which of those four could you identify? And it might be something from your past, even like maybe your mom or dad or caregiver was really, really negative too. And you have just modeled it and encoded it. And it could be just like a eureka moment if you're like, wow, these are the same things I heard growing up. You know, well, the government does that and and, 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 and you'll, you know, they're taking this and they're doing that. And Oh, that person, it just, you can like all the different negative, negative whining that happens at a kind of this low level. It's like the, the radio noise that does infiltrate. So I think, no, we don't have to be positive all the time because we need to feel all the feelings. We do have control over how long we dwell in those places, how, how, how we can re, kind of recircuit ourselves at any time to bring more positive light, because of course we do need more positivity overall. The world is set up right now to be quite negative. There's a lot of negative noise. And so to combat that is not necessarily to go to the other degree and wake up and be positive, but it's actually to dull that noise, quiet it. Don't subscribe to it and then really notice your own feelings within it. Because a lot of times we're responding to that noise that noise of fear and um, anger and disappointment and, and outrage and negativity that is, is everywhere. And, and, and just actually to quiet it is really lovely and could be just your own form of positivity. So there are my thoughts. I love that this person asked me a question that really made me think and made me realize that it, it might sometimes come across that I think, you know, come on, show up and do the work and hoorah. And I'm a big cheerleader. All of those things. I am. I am. Again, it it is more natural for me, but I also allow myself to have some bummed out moments for sure, where I'm just not negative per se, but I'm definitely not trying to gloss it over and say, well, you know, there's something, something to be learned here or, you know, life, 
doesn't give you more than you can handle. And sometimes you're like, shit, maybe so. Maybe right now I'm feeling like I can't handle it, right? I've had those moments. So I think it's just, don't undermine your feelings. Feel them, process them, and then move them. Don't let them sit and toilet bowl swirl around. So there we go. Today is Monday, and I hope this really satisfied your Monday motivation. As always, I'm pulling for you. Hugs from me to you.